Please join us every week for a new episode of Understanding the Human Condition with Dr. James Flowers. Dr. Flowers and his most admired mentors, respected colleagues, and VIP guests will share valuable insight into underlying health causes, conditions, and issues. These in-depth yet approachable episodes are a great resource for both private individuals and industry professionals. Our esteemed host, Dr. James Flowers, is one of the most recognized and respected names in the field of chronic pain, mental health, and substance use disorders, both nationally and internationally. Dr. Flowers is the founder of J. Flowers Health Institute, located in Houston, Texas. For more information about J. Flowers Health Institute and its concierge services, go to jflowershealth.com or dial 713-783-6655. And be sure to mention this podcast. Welcome, everyone, to Understanding the Human Condition. Dr. Flowers is out today. So we have our Chief Experience Officer, Shay Butts, joining us in the studio. Hi, Shay. Thank you, Robin. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for pitching in. You bet. Anytime. So you want to announce the VIP guest that we have today? I would love to. So I would like to introduce our um, trauma and equine therapist, Melanie Flint. Um, Melanie is a wonderful clinician, and I've known her for a long time, so I'm very excited to be able Mm -hmm. to co-host the podcast for her today. Today, we're going to share the benefits of equine therapy for people struggling with addictions and mental illness. You will also learn several life skills that a horse can teach better than a human through equine therapy. But first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Melanie Flint, for those who don't know already. Melanie Flint serves as the founder and clinical director of JEM Wellness and Counseling in Houston, Texas. She's a licensed clinical social worker, certified group psychotherapist, and equine-assisted psychotherapist with 16 years of experience treating individuals, couples, families, and groups, and speaking to organizations nationwide. Melanie specializes in anxiety disorders, trauma recovery, and relationships with special interests supporting parents and girls, women, and mothers' empowerment. Welcome. Thank Thank you. you. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So right out of the gate, how do you two know each other? Oh, well, (laughs) so many moons ago, um, I was running a treatment center for young women, and Melanie came on as a therapist and then ultimately came on and um, took over our equine program that was in existence and developed it into just this really magical place where everybody, including Aww. staff, wanted to be in the barn. <laughs> so um, it was magical. Aww. Yeah. You know. So yeah. the good barn times. was. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. The barn was a place where people who knew about horses seemed to be, people that were afraid of horses stayed away from. And through my time there, I really tried to make it a place of gathering. We did our equine assisted psychotherapy. We did learning workshops, we writing lessons, we had a show where our writers could um, demonstrate what they had learned and we had music and we gathered and it was a really beautiful space, I felt, and everyone really participated. Did some great work with parents and we painted horses on Halloween. We that did. was we had a really parade. fun. We had a horse parade. Oh, yeah, we yeah. had a little parade. That was wonderful. So that was a good times. Good times. Yeah. So what issues can equine-assisted psychotherapy help specifically? So that's a great question. Um, I would say trauma, first and foremost. 
okay. uh, relationships as well. Anyone struggling with issues in relationships, whether it's isolation, the relationship with ourselves, relationship with our partner, with our children, with our families, with our friends. So deeper connections, um, anxiety, depression. We work with a lot of veterans with equine assisted psychotherapy, so PTSD. Um, I've treated many clients with eating disorders wow. as well. So it's pretty comprehensive. The horses will mirror for us what we are experiencing and how we're showing up. And they will show us through the guidance of the therapist and the equine specialist, it's a team effort, uh, how we can shift in order to deepen our relationships. And um, it's, it's just really powerful work. Wonderful. A lot of yeah, one of the things that I um, love so much is how effective of a modality it is to add to more traditional talk therapy. And um, would you talk a little bit about that? Like people maybe that have challenges processing verbally, you know, how can the horses be um, so powerful um, as yes. a tool? Yes, that's a great one. So talk therapy is amazing. I do a lot of my work in the office in this office it's and part of what as humans talking about the human condition mm -hmm. part of what as humans that we all share is that when we experience life that's where so much growth and learning and healing can happen hardship as well so when we're in the office we talk about it all we we facilitate um, he healing when we're out in nature with animals and here with equines, we see it in action. So we are walking the walk. We are in, in engaging multi-sensorily with our healing process. The horses being, of course, the focus in this case. Hmm. So when we are in front of another being, a 1,200 pound being that just in their sheer size, there's mm -hmm. meaning there, mm -hmm. right. different meaning for each person. In their sensitivities being prey animals, they bring with them a multitude of sensitivities that we as predators don't have. Mm -hmm. We can socialize, some of us come innately with many different uh, areas of connection around this. The horses come with sensitivity for sound, energy, feel, sight, all these different areas that when we engage with them and we interact with them, we touch them, we groom them, we connect with them. It's through that experience that a lot of the growth can happen. In addition, so as an adjunct therapy, lots of times we'll have office work and then do four sessions on the ranch mm -hmm. or once a month we'll meet out there just as an adjunct that helps conceptualize that experience, bring the concept into the the dome of reality, right. and then the clients bring that into their lives and see it play out. That's great. We've really enjoyed having you working with our clients at mm -hmm. J Flowers, and they have Thank very you. much enjoyed it as well. Um, any stories that shall remain nameless, but any, any experiences that you can share with us that might just be sort of fun to put things in context? Sure, there's so many. Um, there's some that uh, I've experienced with individuals and some with families. So I'll share a family experience. So sometimes we will take you know, relevant areas of conflict or challenge or struggle that someone's experiencing 
and we'll facilitate an activity in a round pen or an arena. We'll have one or two horses and we will ask the client to say, let's say if they're having struggles with boundaries, we'll have some tools in the arena and we'll say, create your bedroom or your office, depending on who they are. Mm -hmm. So they'll take some tools like cones or um, you know, those swim noodles that are mm -hmm. soft, but they're colorful and long. We'll ask them to create a space for themselves. And then we'll have them go in the space and have them protect that space. In other words, keep your boundary. Right. And the horses can become metaphors for um, life mm -hmm. or what uh, family members, you know, crossing mm -hmm. our boundaries, coming into our space. How do we reinforce? So I have had families come out and um, I might have them recreate who they are in the family. So they'll go into different areas of an arena, arena and they might put themselves in their room or um, they might, uh, for a mother, for example, she might hold multiple tools in her hands and feel like, you know, tell us, mm -hmm. I'm always juggling things. So I'm mm -hmm. gonna hold all these things. And then we'll have them with the horses um, kind of just be themselves. And I have seen families go through this process of realizing um, how often they cross boundaries mm -hmm. as, as parents, how considering with empathy their children's experience never crossed their minds because we gotta go, we gotta do things. We're, mm -hmm. you know, we talk a lot about behavior in our, in our culture. Mm -hmm. So um, to use in a specific example, um, I had a family come out who I had them set up their space, their home. And the horses were walking through. Now, in this specific case, we had buckets of feed out there. Because <laughs> boundaries were a huge issue. And if you know animal food, you know, there's no boundaries. Right. So we had buckets of feed placed throughout their setup, their home. And as the horses would come through, we would see how each of them reinforced their boundaries, not only with the horses, but with each other, because one family member would push their horse into the other person's space, or they would, you know, one person went around and collected all the feed buckets for themselves and wanted all the attention. So there was a big issue with boundaries there. So we saw all these things play out, and then we could go back and process and talk about what they noticed out there. So the power in these sessions is about what the client experiences. It's not as much hardly what I think is happening. It's what they experience. So they might come out and say, that brown horse was just like dad. Never knocks, comes in all the time, doesn't respect my space. Well, dad's over there going, I wasn't even, <laughs> I was all the way over here. So they get to talk about the metaphors that the horses bring up behavior that goes on within the family and then we get to have our talk therapy time or our processing time um, and help them kind of heal and restructure and mm -hmm. move into other forms of therapy to help support the relationships so that's one example i had cool. another i can go on <laughs> tell another i want to hear another. yeah <laughs> sure i had a session with some veterans and um, there was a group of them out there, a lot of trauma, also relationship issues were coming up. And we had some full-size horses and some mini horses with us. And so 
one uh, adult male veteran who was with us kind of was standing away from the rest of the group and said to me, you know, I, I don't want to really be with any of these horses. They're just, mm. you know, it's, I don't want to be out here. Mm. So he came out a couple of times and really didn't participate much. Um, through some comments and processing, we came to realize that relationships were very, very difficult for him. He had pretty much isolated himself from most people after returning from his deployment. And then the third time he came out, um, same offering of tools and supplies were out there for them to use during part of the session. Mm -hmm. And he ended up picking up a grooming bucket and going over and just being drawn to this one rather large horse. And he went over and started grooming this horse and spent the whole rest of the session with this horse. Aww. And by the end of it, he was very emotional. And he came back to the circle and didn't say much, but I received a call later. And this is the beauty of so much of our work is that we might bring up a lot in our sessions the work really happens after the realization, the healing, mm -hmm. the conversations that he called me and he said, I realized I want so much more in my life. I just didn't think I was worthy of. Mm. I didn't think I was allowed because of everything he had experienced. Wow. So it unlocked his heart, it unlocked mm -hmm. his his life Aww. and he came back again and again and deepened those relationships. So wow. very powerful. That's yeah. great. You know what I found fascinating was that you can also help those with spinal cord injuries and paralysis and MS, right? Um, yes, we can. Um, we ha it's a, diff a little bit different process because being with the horses, it is it can be physical, just mm -hmm. the sheer walking. We it is all groundwork though. There's no riding involved. Um, in some modalities, there can be, but for the majority of our work. Um, it is all, all on the ground. So as long as we can get them out there with support, so if they have companions or caregivers, um, that's one of the reasons we have a team. So I'm the me mental health focused person. I'm the people focused person. Mm -hmm. And then the other part of my team is my equine specialist who focuses more on horse behavior and what's happening there. And then of course the horses complete our team. So if we can get them out there then we can, of course, keep the space safe. That's our top priority, and allow them the same process as a uh, someone who isn't in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. I also was reading that the autism community is a large portion of those who use equine therapy. Is that true? Mm -hmm. It is. It it can be for sure. So different programs will offer the different um, modalities to help treat different populations. Um, that can be very true because with folks on the autistic spectrum, there can be a, um, a difficulty with connection and relationships and empathy and just looking for those social cues. So it's just a beautiful wealth of experience that can happen out there to deepen awareness uh, and relationships. I can see how this would really benefit a nonverbal person. Wow. Mm -hmm. What's really interesting, oh, yeah. and Melia, I know you can speak to this, but when um, a person first would go, at least the way we facilitated when we did this together, mm -hmm. um, the horse will either select you <laughs> or not. I don't think that's the right way to say it exactly. <laughs> 
But the horses really um, sort of, you know, just gravitate to different people. And oftentimes, Melanie would point out things to me like, this horse is really like this girl, <laughs> hard-headed and you know, How funny. And doesn't behave. <laughs> so they choose their like-minded partners, huh? But it creates an environment for some really interesting work to happen because there's this push-pull kind of, you know, mm-hmm. as they create their own relationship together. Am I saying that right? Very true. Yeah, Shay, you know, we saw this stuff happen where let's say we had, uh, we were at a treatment facility that had all female. So we had one of the um, adult women out there. She really struggled with boundaries. She had some early life trauma, very difficult time with boundaries. And so she, the horse who was drawn to her liked to push boundaries, didn't like rules. He could identify someone who didn't like or know how to have boundaries. Mm. And he went straight to her and he bullied her a little bit. I'm thinking of one person in particular. <laughs> he bullied her a bit and really um, a lot of wonderful work happened around boundaries yeah. for yeah. her. Yeah, she got pushed around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And it forced her to say, wait a minute, I don't like that. Or that isn't something that works for me. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we took it back to the office or the barn office, as it were, and worked on those things. Yeah. And how did you get into this field? I'm curious. Oh, well, I got the horse bug when I was a kid. I fell in love with horses and rode a little bit. And through my life, was around them as often as possible. Um, In graduate school, um, I had an internship by choice that it said the the recovery center had horses. So I loved that idea and I went out there and they were doing the work out there. And I was introduced to it through um, someone who's been in this work for decades and she was very, very pregnant. And so she said, well, I'm glad you're here. I'm gonna be on this side of the arena. You go on in and I'll walk you through it. And she taught me, that way. And so I started facilitating with her support. And, uh, and then when I went through my career a little more, I realized I definitely wanted to utilize this modality. And I went, when I was working with Shay, um, became fully certified. Mm. And, um, and now here we are, just can't get away. Yeah, you know, um, I, it was, just such a pleasure to get to know you way back then and just an extreme pleasure to get to bring you into what we're doing at J flowers. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, our, our, program is consists of a lot of different things but you know people come in for comprehensive diagnostic evaluations first and sometimes we'll identify trauma or you know those eating disorders all those things that you mentioned that do um, benefit so greatly from equine assisted therapy being a part of what they do Um, and so since we've incorporated the equine piece into our wellness program 
Um, I just think it's added a richness. It's added mm-hmm. a diversity. It's not something that people expect since we're right in the middle of <laughs> they love it. of the city. But it's a nice little break from the hubbub, right? From mm-hmm. the hustle and bustle yeah. and from traditional talk therapy. But um, just the groups and the offerings that you um, have been able to offer, I, I think it's such a bonus for us. Um, it just yeah. continues to enrich the breadth of things that we offer at Flowers and um, these experienced clinicians that work with us. I'm honored to have you be a part of that team of Aww, just world-renowned you. clinicians. So Thank yeah. you, Shay. I will tell you, working with you guys has been so wonderful. Your client, your patients come out, we have them out on Fridays, and they get to almost, sometimes they finish their programming for the day with us, and sometimes they have one last thing to do. Mm-hmm. They'll come out, and they will start to breathe differently. Yeah. Just being out there, they share with us all how wonderful it is to have this different experience of treatment, right. and it surprises them all the time. Yeah. Um, some of them remember and re- revive their child. They come out and they play. <laughs> And we'll, we'll do different things with the horses, and they get to just have some quiet, too. Um, we meet them where they are, and we take them at their pace. Yeah. And um, I will say your, your patients have responded beautifully to the work. So yeah. thank you for the opportunity. It's been a joy. Oh, you bet. It's, uh, again, likewise. Likewise. Um, it's it's funny because our client base is so diverse. You know, we work mm-hmm. with adolescents yeah. and, and, you know, young children all the way up to, you know, 70, 80-year-old people. Mm-hmm. And so I know that when they, when they come out for groups, they're grouped in age-appropriate groups. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. um, it's really been neat to see because it isn't something that's just for your wayward teenager. <laughs> yeah. It's also yeah. it's also for your, you know, your your wayward elderly father who's, you know, a little cranky and cantankerous. So it, it works yeah. for both. So it's yeah. um it's really been it's really been nice. Um I'd love to actually get our team out sometime and do some I stuff. I would love that. Great. That's in the works. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Love to have you guys out. I was even thinking like some sort of a provider event or something that we can incorporate that and maybe Yoga. I really just want to see you out there. Yoga with horses some is fantastic. And some horse poop. It'd oh. be great. <laughs> we could have Robin muck some stalls. Um, maybe not that. Popular. We cake poop all the time. Uh, it's, yeah. it's so but healing. I've got some cute boots. It's, I do. And a cute hat. Hey, I, I mucked a few stalls. Uh, I, I <laughs> yeah, actually enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. What do you call it? Mucking? Mucking. Oh. Mucking. It's poop cleaning. Mm, I'm yeah. Not, yeah, I'm not poop patrol. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I know we probably are going to have to go soon, but I, I do think there's some value in explaining to our guests uh, or our viewers today just what the benefit of just the, some of the grooming of the horses and how, how does that work in the process? Because sometimes our clients will ask, I just pet a horse or I just mm-hmm. brushed a horse then I don't understand you know but can you talk about yeah. that a little bit because the process really is the series of engagements right it is so we will start with of course we have all the patient information we know what they're going through what they're working on before they come out we often will start with a simple observation so we'll get all our boots on and we'll go out to the pasture arena and we will observe the herd 
Horses are sentient beings, they're herd animals, they have feelings, they experience relationships in a deep way. Mm -hmm. And so we'll observe the herd and we'll see, you know, some will say, well, that one's by herself or they're all clumped together or they're, you know, someone just pushed someone else around or why they bite that one. And we'll mm -hmm. kind of just observe and see what their story is, what's coming up for them around their mm -hmm. story for the horse. Then we will move into connection we might say something very general, like, well, go make a horse friend, go connect with a horse. And <laughs> we'll, have those, yeah. <laughs> we'll have those tools, those, those grooming butt buckets and different things out there. And we'll let them know anything out here is for you to use. And oftentimes they will go to the bucket and pick up a myriad of, you know, grooming tools. Mm. And the benefit of grooming, it's a way of connection. It's a way of offering um, service to the horse, connection with the horse. It's an introduction. It's saying, I'm here, you're there. I'd like to connect with you. And we talk about um, asking consent for connection, you know, <laughs> asking for that connection, asking to be close. And, and what are the signs and signals that the other or the horse gives us that lets us know it's okay, yes, I don't really mind, or absolutely not. Uh, so we're working on that. My light just went up. We're oh. working on that relationship <laughs> and those cues while we are going through the simple process of, for example, grooming. Right. How yeah. does the horse move when we do a certain thing? How do we reconnect? Is that okay with them? Mm -hmm. Different cues. And social cues, relationships, deepening relationships, it's all part of even the simple task of observation, connection, and grooming is one of those things. Right. Hmm. Yeah. That reminds me of when you brought the autism thing, mm -hmm. um, just being able to experience that and just learning how to ask you know, for permission, mm -hmm. you know, when sometimes yeah. their boundaries are not great. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because we've had we a lot. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did I hear a horse? <laughs> well, yeah. Get up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Where were we? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. One more uh, client patient example. Oh, if perfect. You guys. Yeah. We, we love stories. Speaking of clients that uh, different age groups. So we had a client come out who was really struggling with self-harming and um, isolation and depression. Mm -hmm. And she came out. And when I tell you guys her intuition and connection capability in action with those horses, oh. it was unbelievable. Wow. It was so striking. And I immediately called when, after her session and let her therapist know she has got to come out back out here because oh. she she just blossomed on we also had a much older male client come out who has a high powered career um very successful and had shared with us i have difficulty connecting in with relationships and we mm -hmm. saw him kind of work in the room out there with the horses one day he went out and greeted every single horse and came out he's like that was cool let's i'm done <laughs> He came out a few times and by the last, by the end of his third session, he, he said, you know, I want my family to be glad when I open the door and come home at night. I um. want to deepen my relationships. I, I want things to be different. 
And he saw that through his interactions with working with one horse for a full hour and going through that process of connection. This is really powerful. So mm. it doesn't have to be just for young right. female, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. with um, different I was uh, talking to a client the other day, and and we were talking about um, the experience with equine. Um, they had just had their first experience, and and they said, "Well, I just I don't really know that I'll use this again." And I said, "You know, our goal with you and our wellness program, after we've made all these great recommendations based on your evaluation, is to give you all the tools that we can possibly stuff into your toolbox, mm-hmm. and yeah. then when you leave, you choose those things." And so if in your area you want an equine therapist, you know, you'd like to continue because that was something that felt good. Or if you'd like Mm -hmm. to continue music therapy or art therapy or yoga or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, besides just that talk therapy, those are the pieces that help you create new life and new balance and Mm -hmm. open your mind to new things. So, um, so, so at that point, the client was a little more excited trying again. (laughs) I need to understand this. I'm not going to do this. And I said, well, let's see if you're going to do it or not again. So um, one of the tools. Mm-hmm. What's well, the beautiful thing about Jay Flowers Health is everyone thinks outside of the box. Yeah, they really do. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I don't like the box. No. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> hence the experience piece. <laughs> well, we're running out of time, and so I just wanted to ask Melanie, yeah. what does understanding the human condition mean to you? What are your thoughts on that? On what? I'm so understanding sorry. the human condition. Ah. Ah. And. The human condition, as I see it, really comes down to connection, making mistakes, Mm -hmm. healing, ownership. We all, that is universal. It doesn't matter where we come from, how old we are. We are all managing those things. Mm -hmm. Authenticity. And our work in the office whether we're working with uh, adults, kids, trauma, eating disorders, depression, anxiety, or with the horses, we are honing in on these areas. We are normalizing the stuff that is human and we are helping them heal through the parts of that is in their power. Right. We have all have everything we need to lead healthy, happy, well, full lives. Mm-hmm. So as I see it, we're just facilitating our clients in realizing that Mm -hmm. and that's something we share as humans so yeah i like that you ask that because it is um, very true well i hear dr flowers say that all the time he doesn't just want them to walk around and survive he wants them to leave and thrive in life right yeah. And yeah. they don't know how to do that when they get here. And I think it's all a process of learning for all of us. So to normalize yes. mental health and wellness a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. We mm-hmm. all we all have those things that we need to work on because we've all got those yeah. things, mm-hmm. right? They're just right. little different degrees. Melanie, thank you so much for being thank you. on mm-hmm. with us today. If, if somebody who's watching wants to... <laughs> You did it. Well, well. If someone who is watching would like to understand the voiceover of the neighing um, or get in touch with you, Melanie, how, how could they get in touch with you? What's the best way? They can go to gemwellnesscenter.com, J E M, 
www.wellnesscenter.com or they can reach out. Our number is 832-560-9698. Thank you. They thank can you find us. And to our audience, thank you for taking time out of your day to spend time with us. I'd like to remind everyone watching or listening that there's numerous platforms that you can find us. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Please share this episode on social media or with anyone else that you think we can help. And if you, for more information about Jayflowers Health, it's jayflowershealth.com, 713-783-6655 tongue twister it was yeah we also just want to remind you that a clear diagnosis is the key to the most effective treatment possible so we thank you for joining us on the human condition thank you and thank you melanie we'll be out to see you soon yes thank you i hope so bye bye (laughs) 